So likewise ye, when ye see these things come to pass, know ye that the kingdom of God is nigh at hand. Verily I say unto you, This generation shall not pass away till all be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Well, good evening to everybody. Thank you for tuning in to 2131 Radio. I'm your host, J.D. Steed, per usual. Um, yeah, I uh, haven't recorded in, you know, two weeks or so. Sorry about that. Um, I know I've been um, kind of breaking some promises on that lately, but had some personal and some family issues, um, and obviously that takes front seat uh, first and foremost before 2131. So that's why I haven't updated or done anything lately, but getting the back in the flow of things. Um, so here we go. Also, before we start um, tonight's episode, I've got some exciting news. We're going to have um, back on the show uh, Bishop Larry Gators um, next Wednesday, so April 22nd. So make sure you tune into that. I know we'll be getting into more of the aspects of what's going on with Corona and um, China. I know that'll be a big topic, and who knows what else we're going to get into. It shouldn't be a good, uh, good long episode, and we will touch on, I know, a variety of topics that intertwine with everything that I talk about on 2131, so... I'm pumped about that, and I hope you uh, will tune into that. So it's going to be a big show. Anyway, tonight I'm going to, this can be kind of abbreviated. I'm going to touch on a few things that I have um, stumbled upon recently, um, looked at, and um, that I thought, you know, kind of tie into a lot of the stuff that I've talked about. So anyway, let's go ahead and dive in. Let's go ahead and get into it. Let's, uh, look at this mess um, together and um, feel free to um, look this up, you know, look up the sources that I, I give on the show. You know, I try not to, uh, I try to shy away from anything that um, can't be proven with a source. It is fun to do um, speculation, you know, within reason. And I usually like to do that with, um, with what obviously what scripture points at as prophecy and we can, you know, do some reasonable speculation on things with that as a, as a backing. And I think that's very important nowadays. You don't want to be a sensationalist. You don't want to be crazy. But on the other hand, I've noticed um, recently in the news, and I know I saw an article back in the fall about, you know, labeling anybody that, um, questions the mainstream narrative you're labeled as a or even just ask simple questions you're labeled as a conspiracy theorist and no um i think it was back like like i said back in the fall i read that the fbi is even looking into labeling conspiracy theorists as domestic terrorists um let, let me look that up right now on the air just to make sure that i'm right about that because I don't want to spread rumors or crazy stuff on um, 
on 2131, like I said. So, yeah, I'm typing, the, typing this into Google, so hang on. Uh, yeah, this is from Business Insider. Conspiracy theories pose a new domestic terrorism threat, according to a secret FBI document. So, you know, simply asking questions, simply looking at the news in a different light is uh, is labeled as that, or it can possibly be labeled as that. That's very ridiculous. Um, I think any, you know, if you're going to be labeled under the domestic terrorism umbrella, you need to first establish that whatever this, you know, organization or person is saying, is it asking harm to be done to another person? Otherwise, or, or, you know, another person, another country, anything like that, another group, then no, that's, that's irresponsible to label anything as that unless that's happening. So that's insane. Anyway, let's, let's get into what we were going to get into tonight. The um, the first thing I want to, or the first article that I want to get into, I just saw this today, actually. This is from TechCrunch. Um, according to this, leaked pics reveal Google Smart debit card coming out to rival Apple's. And, yeah, Google, I think, back in 2013, did kind of a trial run to this. I don't think it was that much of a success, so they kind of put on the back burner. You know, back in 2013, you know, the techosphere, is that a word? I guess I've just made it a word. wasn't, I mean, it was there, but it was in its infancy stage, you know. Flash forward to now, it's it's most, uh, you know, definitely ready for something like this. But anyway, they're trying this again, and I knew that, that they would follow suit right after, you know, Apple came out with theirs. So the two big, big companies um, working together. I'm sure you just heard recently on the the tracking system, you know, the COVID-19 tracking system that they're trying to to implement, you know, voluntary right now. You know, you don't you don't have to download it, but Anyway, well, that I might get into more of that later on in the episode. If not, I'll do a separate thing on it. Anyway, let's get more into this. This um, this card that they're coming out with is is a debit card. Now it's so it's you know not like Apple's card. It's um, it's a debit card, but then again, it is still they're still wanting to work with different banks and different credit unions with um, your FDIC, you know, backed accounts. So, you know, they want to tie this into the big banking institutions um, with that. And the idea behind it, according to what, you know, of course it hasn't been officially released, but of the information that is that is available, you know, currently is they – it looks like they just really just kind of want to gather even more data from the public than they already are. And I think how that they're, you know, they're going to suck people into this 
is, oh, look, we're Google. We can we can offer you a lot better service than these banking institutions. So hey, just just get you know your your debit card through us instead. You know we'll we'll offer some perks. I know Apple they they offer some perks in their card, and and you know Google will follow suit in this in a in a competition. Even though it is a, it's a different style card, it's still they're still going to have a digital backing on a, on a smartphone. So, you know, connected to you and I'm sure it'll be, you know, offered on, you know, wearables, just like, you know, you can use your Apple card and it's going to have a, you know, a physical aspect, you know, I'm going to have the, the new system where you can just wave the card over it to pay and, you know, backed into a digital wallet on a smartphone. Um, I'm sure it'll be supported by by Android and iOS. So I'm going to go ahead and give you a quote from, um, this is, let's see, from, this is a, a quote directly from Google. We're exploring how we can partner with banks and credit unions in the U.S. to offer smart checking accounts. I did an episode about that not too long ago uh, through Google Pay helping their customers benefit from useful insights and budgeting tools while keeping their money in an FDIC or NCUA insured account. Currently, their lead partners are City, Stanford, um, Federal Credit Union, and we look forward to sharing more details in the coming months. So yeah, this, um, this is coming. This is on the way. Nothing to freak out about, but it's 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 showing how big these companies really you know want to get these these tech companies. They they eventually want to become their own financial institutions. Just insane. You couldn't imagine this, you know, twenty years ago. That's the sentence, you know, that we always say on twenty one thirty one. Imagine this twenty one years ago. You couldn't you couldn't imagine it. Anyway, let's get into a little more of this. Um, so, yeah, they say in the article, traditional banking products can be clunky, often requiring phone communication with customer service and sifting through cluttered websites. And I agree. I agree with Google on that. But that's how they're going to suck people in. They want to, um, you know, they offer the bait so they can um, gather more of your data and sell it to various people. And, then of course, they're going to say they're not. But that's a lie. We know that's a lie. Um, let's see, is there anything else that I want to cover in this article? I don't think so. They, they mention, um, or did they mention robo-advisors? You know, eventually they're, all of the stuff's going to be automated, financial advisor services, are going to be automated um, because a lot of them can be, can you know, can be a lot more, you know, accurate um, to what is going on, you know, what humans can accomplish, you know, with them, with their algorithms and everything. So, yeah, I just wanted to cover that as a little kind of short little thing. And um, the next thing I would like to get into, let me pull it up again. This is from... I reference this site kind of frequently. 
This is from biometricupdate.com. So they kind of offer a lot of in-depth stuff on what's going on in the the biometric security realm of technology and how it ties into payments, you know, security, national IDs in other countries. You know, a lot of other countries are adopting that a lot quicker than the United States. But the interesting part about this article ties into coronavirus. And then the person that wrote this mentions it. I'll go ahead and read the title for you. Biometrics analyst says outbreak marks death of most touch-based fingerprint um, the readers and you know the market for that. This is from April 7th, 2020. Um, anyway, the lady says, let me let me just read, let me pull it up. God, this text is small. Um this is the lady that wrote this is from let's see hang on just a second i'm sorry i should have had this pulled up the market for uh, low end single fingerprint biometric sensors and readers outside of smartphones has just fallen off a cliff according to um, an acuity market intelligence principal analyst and chief uh, strategist maxine most she said recently that um, because of the, you know, the unfolding, you know, COVID-19 across, the, you know, the crisis across the globe, that this is going to essentially kill public, you know, fingerprint readers, public, something you have to touch, you know, bio, you know to interact with it biometrically, this is going to kill that. And she talks about within two or three years even that in in the public sphere this is going to be gone but the interesting part about this and she it, she mentions that this will eventually be replaced by some sort of touchless system that may or may not include fingerprints so and i'm sure you know this type of thinking will be global so reading stuff, so you're like, where are you going with this, JD? This okay, great. Um, this just ties in more so with, you know, what Revelation 13 talks about. You're like, okay, how so? Well, in the biometric world, I, it's it's all about speed, security, and um, you know, getting, you know, getting the flow going. Take, for example, you know, airport biometric security. You're in a line. You want, you know, the fastest fa facial recognition, the fastest, um, you know, thumbprint reader. So with it being touchless, with it, the COVID-19, you know, being the catalyst for getting rid of this, it just shows how eventually this technology is going to be become something like, you know, something on your hand, you know, something that you can scan extremely fast on, you know, your forehead, um, you know, moving away from just like, Oh, I got to stick my thumb on this thing at the TSA thing. And, you know, just going towards, you know, either a tattoo, either, you know, on your hand or your forehead, If you don't have a hand. Well, let's stick one right on your forehead. So, 
that's where this technology is going. And you can see because of COVID-19, the erasure of, you know, technology being replaced by something that's one step closer to what we read about um, in the book of, of Revelation. Um, she mentions, you know, with this is from the article, with decreasing comfort using public scanners and proving quality in the biometrics embedded in personal devices, use cases will shift to touchless systems or digital identity credentials and biometric-based um, um, authentication devices on, on personal devices. Facial recognition will adoption or will accelerate rapidly. And um, according to this article, and you can just see that everywhere. So this stuff is um, coming. And <laughs> at the end of the article, she says, yeah, the outbreak sounds like the death knell for touch-based fingerprint readers. So we need something touchless. It's going to be really interesting to see where this kind of stuff is in um, 2030. I really don't know. Who knows? So is there anything else that I would like to... Actually, yes, I do. I have one more thing that I want to mention from, I'm sorry, CNBC. So (laughs) leftist outlet, but Try not to get into politics here. Anyway, headline. California Governor Gavin Newsom says tech companies are key to lifting coronavirus restrictions. Now, let's step back. Let's look at that headline in a macroscopic sense. There's kind of like a hidden meaning in this. And what is it? This... um, you know, Gavin Newsom's basically saying that, A, we need to trust these tech companies more. B, they're, they're some sort of tech savior to, to us. And um, C, they will offer us the, the technology to, to get out of this. Um, let, me, let me go ahead and see if I can find his um, quotes from this. Yeah, here he is. We're so pleased uh, with the work of Mark Zuckerberg with what he has been doing to support the open access of appropriate data in an um, anonymized way. (laughs) That's, yeah, you really believe that? In a non-individual or personalized way, including Apple and Google and others. So, yeah, he's talking about that app development that they are coming out with, you know, they're collaborating with that I mentioned earlier. This is really going to help us with the technology platforms to help us supplement or support the efforts of the individual tracers, an army that we're all starting to build and train. What? That sounds a little creepy. So, yeah, in the article, they go on to mention about that that app and su- such. So, yeah. The, you know, the, ba- the, you know the, the idea behind the app was with the technology you have embedded in your phone, you know, Bluetooth, you know, NFC, Wi-Fi, you know, and, you know, the technology from CDMA and, um, you know, other, you know, cellular data platform, you know, bases and that they're going to be interacting with each other, with everybody in public saying that, oh, this person had COVID-19 
and then you get an alert on your phone saying, uh, so you've, you came in, you know, within a certain range of this person, you get a, a, you know, a pop-up on your phone saying, Oh, you need to, um, maybe go get checked out, maybe make a, a doctor's appointment, maybe, you know, they haven't released it yet, but I'm just saying what they have given examples in the media that's come out about it. You know, it's not out yet, but you can see how this techno, you know, now, you know, the technology is, you know, ostensibly going to be used for good, but you can truly see how this can go downhill really, really fast, like really fast. And, you know, who's to say, um, oh, we see that you came in contact, you know, flash forward five years, you know, five, ten years, you know, whatever. This is just a hypothetical example. We see that you came into contact with um, a family member that is is not on board with, you know, what Google is saying as and what Apple is saying and what whatever the, you know, government laws are going to be at that time about, you know, censorship. Oh, they said something, you know, wrong, you know, wrong think online. They said, you know, they spout an opinion we don't like. Oh, they're a conspiracy theorist. We see that you might know that. Would you like to report this person? Would you like to get a reward for coming in contact, you know, with this person if you report them to us? You know, if they're already doing this now with phones, with the, obviously the medical capabilities they're flashing in front of us, the, the, the use of it. And I can see the use of it. I mean, yeah, obviously it's a real virus. It's, it's killing a lot of people, but you can see how this technology is, uh, (laughs) got a little dark side to it, a potential dark side. So, and heck, I wish I could play it. Um, I'll play it in another episode. Um, it was, I think it was the San Francisco mayor talking about rewarding people that are snitches, you know, reporting people that are, you know, not following the quarantine guidelines. Um, and it sounded just like something out of, you know, you know, Stalin esque Soviet Russia or Soviet Union. Um, rewarding people for telling on other people. And, you know, so that, that kind of thinking is not going to go away. You know, it's coming out of California, of course. Not surprising it, you know, it came out of there first, basically just a, you know, a communist dumpster over there. So, you know, the thought of rewarding, you know, people, you know, you reporting people that aren't, supposedly in line with um, the rules, you can get a reward for it. Cannot believe that I'm saying that. But that's an actual... Yeah, look up the video. Look up the video of the San Francisco mayor, you know, offering that. So, anyway, I don't want to drag this out. I, um, I appreciate you tuning in. So, and I should, I'm, I, I'm 
going to have some more episodes um, before Bishop Larry Gators comes on. Oh, I'm so excited about that next Wednesday. So we're going to have some fun there. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to try to finish up the the deception of the Enneagram in the church episode. I'm going to try to maybe finish it tonight and release it tomorrow. So make sure you tune into that. I think it's important into um it's an important thing to to share with others about the deception of that and the the new age roots of it, you know, roots in you know, basically the occult and people just swallowing it, you know, left and right cuz they're rock star pastor, you know, promoted it on stage, you know, or they're, you know, just, you know, just normal people and uh, not blaming these people. They, they probably don't even really know what they're really into. It's, it, it's, it's weird. Anyway, tune into the episode about that. I'm not, heck, I could do it right now, but I'm not, I don't want to do that. So God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in wherever you are, whatever country you're in, whatever state you're in, in the United States. I love you. I thank you for listening. And, um, you know, keep looking up. We live in strange times, to say the least. So we need to be watchful. We need to be sober. Sober-minded, just like Scripture says. And um, keep looking up because he's coming back soon. Jesus Christ is coming back soon. He's at the door. The signs are just being blasted at us at a rapid rate, and he wants us to pay attention. So God bless. Have a great night. Thanks for tuning in. Signing out, 2131 Radio. My name is J.D. Steed. (laughs) All right, good night.